Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Dice of Rome, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask hard questions like: Should every country use the same currency, or should, uh, or is gold beyond all nations fine? Hmm. Like in real See, life like, or in Pathfinder? On Galarian, on Galarian. Like, don't fucking no Ritz. Let's talk about <laughs> real world economics. No, I was I'm, scared for a second. All right. Um. Because like, okay, I mean, but like it. In Galarian, right? Do they not every use nation, gold on every continent? They do. They all use gold. That's the thing. Oh. Is that economically clever? Should they have different currencies? Well, I mean, um, it's smart because if you go anywhere, you can always buy something. Here- yeah, but like, if some douchebag like tanks gold in like I don't know Tuvia or something, it's gonna like some. It's gonna make the price of milk in Uslav rise if everyone's using the same currency. You know, here- it means that inflation ever is gonna be the same. Here's the thing about that. I really mm-hmm. don't believe in money, so I don't really care. <laughs> okay. But like, just Why? because you don't care doesn't mean but wh- okay, Abadar okay. cares deeply. That, are you aware of the inflation of money? Okay, here's the thing. Pathfinder? Why would it why why would it inflate if it has like a value in like gold? Isn't that like the isn't the whole thing in like it's the reason in in real the life standard. the gold standard is so that it doesn't. Why the gold standard that... historically has been a shit idea. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, like historically speaking, I mean, the gold standard it's, it's not, has been ju- terrible. It's not just that they're literally using gold coins. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, but like, how? Sure, but like we're using like uh, nickel ones, right? Like. If everyone in the world was using nickels and dimes, it'd be like. Okay, I think here's the thing where we have to come to terms with the fact that none of us know shit about fucking economics. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I was economics. about to say, like, we're gonna. I, I'm sure an economics expert can answer this for us, which we are not. I think I'm pretty well versed in, 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 in all of this, and I think that. Um, my thoughts are um, the same as every person that I've seen joke about this, which is just print more money. <laughs> just it dig up more gold. trees. It's just, just rocks. It's all just rocks. Yeah, it's just uh, rocks. I will say, at the very least, uh, on the flip side of the spectrum, this isn't a D&D thing, but uh, I'm pretty sure that Waterdeep in D&D 
in like uh, Forgotten Realms or whatever is Waterdeep has its own currency. A single city has its own currency. I'm pretty sure. That's a pretty I cool. cannot wait. I cannot wait for everyone who knows more about D&D than me to come and start screaming at me for getting that wrong. <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool concept. Like one city. <laughs> Economically speaking, no, it is not. I'm talking hey, I'm talking you. about from a fucking world building thing. Like, I'm not talking about what would work in real life. I know that would be what stupid. If, what if I told you, Dave, that the currency was called dragons? I'd think that Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> needs to shut the fuck up again. <laughs> Shall we play some Pathfinder, everybody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So previously in uh, Extinction Curse, everyone had a good time and nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened, and everything's mm-hmm. fine, and we can go back to normal. Yeah. So <laughs> true. Uh, Volovia revealed that the uh, stuff he purchased from Gertie Gold Pockets was in fact gunpowder, and he was intending on blowing up the circus when a mysterious figure spooked him. And he was like, oh no, and he lost his chance, because Axel was like, hey, I'm here now. And Volu couldn't bring himself uh, to uh, continue his plan, both from anxiety of seeing that mysterious figure and also Axel's here. Uh, you yeah. made your way to Willowside, uh, Royari flirted the fuck with a pirate captain, uh, Ariato started recovering from her bad, bad dreams, and Volio's soul. Um, mm-hmm. Upon getting to Willowside, you found that this place is fighting a losing battle. Um, the locale has slowly but surely over the years been uh, swept away by the welt, uh, this crawling sickness in the land which is just causing everything to die you know like in Stranger Things um, <laughs> you you start uh, bringing away some of the people who would come to the docks to uh, buy food because they literally cannot grow it anymore uh, back to Willowside but on the way you are assaulted by a Tikbalan uh, this horrible horse man creature uh, which did some nasty things to your brains um and uh, you were doing well. Voli was suppressing a panic attack, that is, until uh, the mysterious figure came back. And Voli was like, shit. Then the Tikvalang made uh, Voli see Jelko Boing Boing. And he was like, shit. Then uh, he, then out of nowhere, some elves came out of the woods trying to hunt the Tikvalang. And one of them uh, recognized Volio and uh, called him Dane. And Voli was like, shit. And then uh, the mysterious figure started singing. And he was like, shit, because that's odd body. <laughs> and then uh, the... The guy who called him Dane revealed that he was uh, Volio's brother and he was very upset with Volio for having been missing for a century. And Volio was like, I can't fucking take it anymore uh, and tried to blow everything up. He went back to the caravan, uh, ignited some fucking gunpowder and tried to blow you all up. Um, Royari was able to calm Volio down. Ariato was able to keep everyone safe. And Volio, for the first time since you've met him, broke character, dropped the German accent and told you all that he has a lot he needs to speak to you about, apparently in a British accent. <laughs> so true! That's the thing that can't be forgiven. Yeah. No redemption art can fix that. <laughs> um, are, we, are we ready to hop into character? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, uh, I... So, hop into character. You guys are back... In your wagons. Um, you can't exactly stop here for an explanation. You are in a pretty dangerous area, all things considered. 
Um, so after some quick discussion, you guys agreed that you would talk once you were safely within the confines of Willowside. Mm-hmm. And so, very awkwardly, Volio, question mark, is sitting in uh, the wagon with Ariato, Royari, uh, two elf, elves and half-elves that you don't exactly uh, know the names of yet, and Volio's brother, Sivus. What a fun day. <laughs> and I'm going to assume that Volio's very quiet. Yeah, this uh, is a really awkward shot. Yeah, our buddy is standing there right beside Volio. He is, uh, <laughs> by the way, I should point out, a fucking clown? He's just a fucking human dude? He's a guy right now. Yeah, he's a fucking guy. His face is not ex- like like changing at all. He doesn't even blink. He looks like he's got. Imagine Volio had the body shape of Gengar or like a human Gengar, and then the face of Psycho Jenny from uh, uh from Devilman Crybaby. Terrifying. Yeah, it, also with a more like yellow color scheme than Volio, who's yeah. more orange. A little more lemony, yeah. Yeah. And a little jester hat. I think was that did we did we decide on jester hat? Yeah, we just saw a jester hat. He's got a little jester hat. Uh, this is His still hair is still terrifying. like peeking out, though. He's got yeah. fluffy hair, also. Um. So how's everyone doing? Let's let's go around. Royari, starting with you. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, Royari is ignoring how awkward the situation is by retouching makeup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I don't. If I don't think about it, it's not real. That's Rayari's. That's Rayari's opinion right now. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Ariato, how are you doing? Seething for one thing. Um. <laughs> she is like in the back corner of the caravan right now. Just leaning up against the wall, and the second mm. that she's able to leave, she's leaving. Oh mm. dear. Yeah. Not, per- not particularly happy about all this, huh? No. Ruh <laughs> <laughs> Um. Sivis is not saying much. I think he's sitting uh, between Volio and Ariato at this point. Um, and I think he's just kind of like. Man, he looks... I think the shock is starting to settle in. You would be too if your long-lost brother, <laughs> who you, at this point, presumed dead, but hadn't given up hope for, showed up, dressed up as a fucking clown, speaking in a <laughs> German accent. It's a little funny. You, un- you can understand why he was so distressed last episode. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I-, I get it. And Folio. Yeah. Ah, uh, dude. Mm, ain't that the question? Um, Volio is sitting, just sitting, probably crisscross. Um, and he's just like playing with his thumbs. He dead silent. He's dead silent. Uh, he's not fucking looking at anyone. Um, especially not Odd Body. Has he said anything to anyone uh, following his character break? He's. He's probably said something to Sivus along the lines of, he'll explain. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel Sivus is holding on to that. He needs an explanation. 
Um, he owes the, him one <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the two elves are kind of like very awkwardly scratching their. Out of everyone here, they are the least affected. I think. <laughs> yeah. They're very confused by all this. They're kind of like exchanging a few words with each other and like. Oh, yeah, you know, slurks. I've never seen slurks pulling wagons before. This is pretty interesting. This is the first time Volu isn't bothering the slurks. Yeah. But the slurks are a little worried. They're a little concerned. Oh, I'm oh. worried for him. Um, that being said, as you guys all kind of silently sit in this very, very quiet wagon, uh, you guys are approaching Willowside, when suddenly there's, like, a kind of, like, bump in the road... And the slurks kind of stop. And uh, I think the half-elf with the short, dark hair kind of pokes her head out and she frowns and says, Huh. Mm. I don't think think that was there earlier. What? Uh, And she kind of hops out of the wagon. Um, You guys are like at the front of the thing. Um, Mm. You tend to be, but also I don't think they want you to be yet back of it at this point um but this uh, half elf she kind of hops out and uh, examines the road as the slurks kind of sit there grumpily I love the slurks there's giant footprints across the road oh interesting um do any of you want to go check it out Ariada will (laughs) Okay, Ariadne, you, as soon as this thing stops and she's like, oh, weird, you fucking power walk out of there. Rayari, Rayari turns to Volio and is like, I'll be right back, I'm gonna check on her. Um, and hops off to go check, to go check as well, um, and also check on, um, their dear friend. Um, so it's the half-elf, Ariato, and Rayari kind of standing around this giant footprint in the ground. Um... It's big. Uh, it's big. Very obvious and ob- also very fresh. Hmm. Um, it's kind of round with like four toes, but they're like stumpy toes, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, this half-elf, she kind of like scratches her chin and she says, um, this definitely wasn't here earlier. We would have noticed when we were hunting the Tickbalang. Hmm. Do either of you have any idea what this might be? Hmm. Uh, do you guys want to roll nature checks? Yes. Yeah, sure. I was about to ask. Or Ariato, you can roll a vision lore check, lol. <laughs> Good. Uh, which one's better? Definitely <laughs> vision lore. Definitely vision lore. Hmm. <laughs> These are the footprints of a vampire. I think these are the footprints of a vampire, Ariata. 29? Ariata, you're fully aware that these are the footprints of a huge quadrupedal reptile. If vampires are reptilian down here, then you'd probably be right. And use all four feet. Big lizards? Well, myself aside, it's a big lizard. (laughs) Most likely. 
Ariato, I think what you, by the very fact that he's being rolled with vision lore, you can probably very quickly put together what kind of big lizard. Or yeah. at least the type. Yeah, she's like, uh, if only it were that. If only it were that. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah? I wouldn't say it's just a big lizard. Oh. A dragon? A type of dinosaur, maybe. Oh. Dinosaurs? Like. Like there's creatures from under the earth? Uh-huh. What would they be doing here? This is not the kind of place where you usually find that kind of creature. Bothering us. Uh. <laughs> she um. kind of pauses for a second before kind of whipping her head up and says, Oh, by the way, um, I guess now's as good a time as ever, but um, she kind of offers a hand to both of you, like like crossing her arms so like left hand goes to Ariado, right hand goes to Royari. Uh my name is Dana Wheatley. Um I'm a hunter. We kind of like keep an eye out on the welt to make sure there's no weird animals in here. That's fair. Hmm. And he kind of she kinda of like pauses and says You guys You guys know what's going on with like our boss and your friend? Vaguely. No, no, not at all, actually. Uh, well, uh, Rayari puts a, a hand on, on Ariada's shoulder, just like, just to be there. It's like, I can tell that there's things going on. I've, I, I don't know what. I know there's something going on. I'm sure we'll find out when we're there. Her boss has been, like, notoriously quiet about, like, his whole raison d'etre, as it were, in becoming a hunter. So... Yeah, the fact that he's emoting it all is kind of new. He's usually really calm. Hmm. That makes sense. Anyhow, she kind of, like, smiles. Should we, like, get moving before we find any more, um... Big lizards? Uh, yes. <laughs> we should. Alright. Uh, she kind of smiles, hops up, and says, Well, let's get going. And mm-hmm. hops like back in uh, a little bit before you two do, so you have a moment together before you do jump in. Uh, Rari looks stereoto and is like, Do you want to talk about it before we go back? How are you okay with this? I'm not okay with it. Ariado, you're allowed to react to this however you want. I'm not going to tell you that it's wrong. You're allowed to be upset. I am upset too. That is our livelihood and it is also our home. I'm not okay with Volio. I'm not okay with Volio for doing that. I just also don't want to lose him. You are absolutely in your rights to be upset about this. I am too. It's just, um, a little bit my thing to forgive or help people with redemption. Are you okay? Just don't expect me to be around for a while. As long as you'll be around me, at least, I don't mind. 
to hop back into the wagon, make your way into Willowside? Mm-hmm. Okay. After that quick conversation, before uh, anything else, you enter into town. Ah, oh, jeez. Willowside is, um... As you enter it, it's... Interesting. Um... <laughs> the town of Willowside on the north side of the Isle of Cortos is nearly as old as the island itself, taking its name from the large number of willow trees that separate the Dunmire from the forest that, until recently, surrounded the town. The residents of Willowside lead peaceful and simple lives, primarily as fishers and farmers. They trade mostly with nearby cities Escadar and Pier's End, with some trade even going all the way to Absalom. Ooh. However... The... Town has unusual weather, with far more storms than any other community on Starstone Isle, and... There's frequent rain, which you are actually experiencing right now as you enter. But it's very obvious that things have gone horribly wrong for both sides in the past several years. The welt, which is gradually spreading into the forest sheltering Willow side, the willows have gave the town its name have all but vanished and wild forests and cultivated farmland alike have been destroyed. It looks like the town barely gets by on fishing, foraging and what little farming the townsfolk can still eke out. Dangers lurk in the well. Willowside has had to rely more and more heavily on its docks to obtain the goods it needs via sea trade. It looks like it's like this town is drying up. You can see that like there are buildings everywhere that are like boarded up. Um, there's like a population sign which uh, like welcome to Willowside population, and it started up somewhere like with a few like four thousand or so, but after it crosses off. It's now currently at, like, 2,000. Oh, God. It's... Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's just... You can see that the people, like, inside, once you enter, uh, they, like, look happy. They smile. They wave. They look so fucking hungry and tired. But they, they wave at you. They, like, these are happy people. Just happy people who are... Man, if they had enough money to get out, they would. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, uh, like, the wagons are kind of, like, coming in and uh, pulling to a halt, and you know the drill by now. You gotta get people to, like, come, like, figure out how you're gonna get settled in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, as you kind of pull to a stop, uh, the professor kind of, like, comes up to the side of the wagon, uh, and he kind of looks at you. He is avoiding looking at Volio. <laughs> and he kind of says, Well, we'd probably want to get settled in for night and soon. I'm sure we all need some rest. Absolutely. I... Suppose I can trust you all to take care of that? Of course, dear. Quite. Um, he kind of glances. Says, I'll go 
Dr. Jones. And he kind of like very, he makes his way out. <sighs> Harsh. Well, let's go talk. Um, well, I take, even as you're like getting out, suddenly you hear a noise. Oh, yeah? Um, as someone is kind of like, not running, certainly, but she's walking very quickly towards you all, uh, like, gasping kind of, (sighs) and it reminds you of someone that you've met recently, the way that he pushed through a crowd only a month ago to get to you as quickly as he could. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, as a woman kind of comes out. Um, she is an elderly lady. Um, you'd reckon in her 60s, maybe her early 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a picture of her. Um, she's got kind of like sallowed skin, but there's like a kind look in her eyes and like an even kinder smile on her lips. Um, her hair is kind of tied into a bun. Her sleeves are rolled up. Uh, even though she is wearing pretty formal clothes. And uh, she's got a big cane as she comes over. Um, I'd say Gilf, but I'm pretty sure everyone would kill me for it. A little bit, yes. Don't you dare. Um, But this lady, she comes... uh, uh, Excuse me! Excuse me! Oh, hello. Hello Hello there. Hi. Hello, yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you've come to perform here. Uh, This is is just what the town needs right now. Who doesn't love the circus? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Estessa Vandy. I'm the mayor here. I know you've met my ma- nephew. He speaks very highly of you. He uh, actually already sent ahead a uh, letter or two over the last few weeks telling me all about you. Well, uh, I'm glad that you've heard good things. He speaks very highly of you. You just tell me what I can do to make your stay here perfect. Um... Riari, um, who is not going to let other people see how awkward this, uh, the, uh, the, their lives are right now, um, uh, claps, uh, his hands together and is like, well, um, thank you. Um, we, do you know if there's somewhere that we could set up the actual, like, circus? Because that is where we sleep as well. Young dear, you'll be so happy to know that I've already arranged for, uh, the fields just west of town to host your circus. Thank you so much. Um, and Rory, um, smiles. If you'd like to make any announcements or advertisements, uh, we have a stage here in the center of town, which I have reserved for your use while the circus is in town. Thank you. And um, if, you'd, if you'd like, I, uh, we actually have an entire hotel open for your circus to sleep in, rather than in the camp if you so choose. Oh my gosh. Well... And we will uh, offer it to you free of charge. <laughs> Rayari's like, oh my God. <clears throat> sorry. Rayari uh, looks like almost surprised at um, that kind of hospitality, because, especially after that one town that was like, <laughs> yeah. you have to pay 500 gold to even perform here. Um, they're like, you are so very kind. Listen, like, you... You helped my nephew over the last few weeks, and more importantly, you're going to help my town feel as best as it can. And honestly, I should nearly be paying you for that. <laughs> oh, no, dear. 
She looked kind of serious for a moment. Harry, 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 um, takes uh, her hand with both of his hands, you know, the, the way that, um, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, thank you very much. Um, I'll talk to my, um, colleagues about where we'll stay and, um, what we'll do to set up. Um, if there's anything that we can do, um, let us know. And, um, if there's any, um, like, problems going on in the town that, um, require adventuring. Of course! Do you need help unpacking? <laughs> it's okay, ma'am. We have a full circus of people who are very used to labor. Well, then count that as a full circus plus one. <laughs> Literally dives this woman. She's so sweet. Harry's like, Can this be Ariana's grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> she... She seems generally like the nicest woman you guys have like could have made. Um, unless any of you likes to make a perception check. Volio oh, would probably make a perception check because Volio's uncomfortable with a mayor of this city. Ariana's <laughs> gonna make one just in case because the last time that she dealt with anyone <laughs> in this family, uh, she almost murdered the man. Twenty-eight. Okay, twenty-eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. 37. Okay. Oof. 22. 19. Okay. Ariato and Volio, you two can tell that she is actually, yeah, she is a, about as trustworthy as she seems, which is, yeah, pretty. Uh-oh. Royari. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> you notice something. Mm-hmm. A twinge of desperation. Mm-hmm. Like there's something in this, which she's she isn't saying out loud, but between the lines, Estessa Vandy's crying out, Please, God, help. Nothing else has worked. Please. Mm-hmm. Please let this be what helps. Uh, Rayari, um, uh, smiles and is like, Well, um, let us know if there's anything, um, that we can do to help. Um, and also, um, slightly off topic, um, is there, um, a, it's a large, in, nearby, not in the town, is there any large towers, thousands of years old? They oh, look, her, her eyes light up when you say that. Because that is something we are looking for. Ah, yes, the Marstone Tower, that's right. She kind of, like, uh, she kind of, like, makes her way, um, like, kind of, uh, towards your supply stuff to like she sees like people are like picking up bags and like moving them avoiding looking at polio um mm-hmm. she does not catch on on this she picks up two fucking bags of feed throws them over her shoulders and he said and she says yes the uh Marstone tower um i've only seen it once i believe no yes i've only seen the tower once um but i think really you'd probably want to go to uh, the newcomer. Um, gosh. I'm not sure where- And, uh, you hear, um, a man go, Aye! And she just turns around, and it's that guy you saved. Oh, sh- wait, like, the guy that I pushed away? Yeah, the guy who was being, a t- like, being chased by the Tikbala. Oh, okay, okay. Or he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> and he kind of, uh, smiles, uh, as he kind of comes over, kind of sheepishly, as he looks <laughs> to, uh, all three of you, and says, um, I yet 
that's me, the newcomer, even though I've been here 14 years. Gristen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vec, uh, at your service. Thank you so much for saving me, sirs. Oh, of course. You called for you called for me, and uh, uh, Mayor Vandy, Estessa, she turns says, Mister Vrick, uh, our companions here uh, are interested in the Marstone Tower. You've actually uh, ex- like come close to it a couple of times, yes. And he kind of nods, says, Yes, yes. Um, that tower, I've only seen it uh, from a distance. I've never, you know, gone up to it, and it's uh, been about five or six years. But uh, yes, I do know where it is. Um, lonely old tower. Not really sure who built it or what its purpose is, but it's there. Uh, if you so choose, if you if you'd like to visit it, I'd be happy to give you directions. That would be very helpful. Estessa stands in the way. Says, "Of course, you'll do. You'll you'll have free range. Of course, uh, once you've done the show, right? Oh, of course. Well, don't yes. <laughs> don't worry." I would love to put on a show, or maybe even multiple shows, um, as many as you so choose, um, sooner rather than later. <laughs> um, Rayari, um, does the, the shiny bishi anime boy thing. Um, <laughs> they, they sparkle and they're like, do not worry, ma'am, we will do everything in our power to cheer your town up and help you out, I promise. So, you guys get to unpacking. Mm-hmm. Um, are you moving? Are you okay? Do you intend to sleep in that hotel? The welcome, or sorry, no, <clears throat> the hooked in. Um, I, I did. I did want Volio to say something about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, cool. Volio kind of like as they're unpacking. Probably he he probably like walks next to Riari and is like. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more comfortable if I stayed in the hotel for everyone else. By by yourself? If you'd like to stay there too. I'm just saying they probably don't want me in camp. You can obviously do as you like, but I don't want you to be there alone. He won't be! Odd body cooking cartwheels out from behind Volio and starts doing a little cool dance. Fortunately, I won't be alone. (laughs) If you're sure... You're sure that that's what you want to do. But, um, I'm here, of course. I think, um, Cybus kind of, uh, coughs a little bit. He says, if you don't mind, I would like, if it's possible, to have our discussion sooner rather than later. All of us. I'm sure there's a lot that needs to be said. Oh, yes. I will... Let the professor know that we're going to go talk, and then you, uh, she raises, she 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 gives two thumbs up. Don't worry. <sighs> you can you can hear the stress in her voice. You can meet us there if you'd like at the hotel. We could talk there. I'll be coming with you. I'm not I'm not dropping eyes off you. Not you. He like, <laughs> he like he kind of spits that out a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he he just kind of like nods to Ari because he he knows that Ariato is not fucking happy whatsoever. Uh, not that Ari is either, but on another fucking level. Ariato is visibly angry. 
Mm-hmm. Rayari puts a, a hand on, on Volio's shoulder and is like, I'll talk to her. Don't worry. She doesn't want to come, it's okay. It. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Visibly nervous, Volio. Um, I think, uh, Ariato, while this is happening, I don't. I assume you're not sticking too close to Volio. No. She can hear everything, but she's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. That's fair. Once you're a little distance off from Volio, I think you are approached mm-hmm. by Axel. Okay. And I think he doesn't say anything, he just kind of sidles up beside you for a little while, uh, kind of like helping unpack stuff and uh, bring it out into that field. Before mm. It becomes very obvious he wants to say something because he's like following you and like keeping pace with you. <laughs> But he's not really, like, starting the conversation, as it were. <laughs> he's so awkward. I love him. <laughs> Ariata sighs and says, Axel, I've known you long enough to know that you want to say something, but you're too nervous to. Uh, jeez. Um, you can talk. Do you mind if we kind of, eh, kind of nudge like, t- like throws his tongue over his shoulder a little bit away from Volio. <laughs> yeah. And she walks with him. As he as he's kind of going, he kind of takes his hat off. He's not looking like a dipshit right now. <laughs> he wears a hat like nonstop. Otherwise. That's so sad. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, but he kind of like wipes his brow a little bit and he glances at you and says, that was... That was fucked up, right? Like, that wasn't... That wasn't right, was it? None of it was. What part of that was right? I... Did you ever read Ariadne, um, or have, like... I don't know if your mom ever read you, like, a story of, like, the fox and the kid, or, uh... (laughs) I forget the name of the tale. Uh, mothers and me don't really mesh. Uh, his face kind of makes his face kind of ripples in a various emotions. <laughs> Fucking Axel. <laughs> and he says, "Of anyone, of anyone here." Yeah. <laughs> uh, he can, well, he, okay. okay, but do you know? Do you know the story by any chance? Um, not super familiar. If it was read to me, Beelzebub read it to me, but it was a long time ago. Um. Okay. Well, in it, there's like. This, this uh, little girl, and she meets an ember kit, and those are like um, they're like foxes with like fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's like the coolest animal she's ever seen, and she leaves food for it, and she plays with it, and she goes to talk with it every day. And then one day she tries to take it in to her house. But the Ember Kid being a wild animal is obviously kind of freaked out by this, and it starts a fire, and she nearly gets really hurt. Uh-huh. I don't know if, I, like, the parallels are, like, there or anything, but, like, you've known Volio for, like, longer than me, and I... 
I thought I was kind of getting to know him like real good. He kind of bites his head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did I. So it's not just me, Dan, right? It's like you you're also as screwed up by that. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be this upset. I'm... I'm fucking scared, Ariato. Not necessarily for him, but of him. That was honestly the most terrifying thing I've ever witnessed. And I know you stare shit down all the time, but like... What do we do if the Ember Kid tries to set our house on fire, you know? Look. What he did... is not immediately forgivable. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. But I also know what it's like to be the one everyone's afraid of. I think that actually catches him a little bit by surprise. He doesn't say anything, he just like, kind of looks up at you, like, eyebrows a little bit raised, eyes a little wide. I didn't really mention what Dusklight did to me, specifically to you, have I? No, um, I've kind of, like, picked up bits and pieces, um, something about a cage? I was the caged animal. I was... She... She exploited my demon blood. For laughs. And entertainment. And if I didn't provide... I was out of dinner. And I was a child. You can ask Royari, you can ask Volio, you can ask anyone that was with Dusklight. I was actually feral. So how did it get better for you? What I thought was, up until this point, a found family. Oh! Ah, take a hero point! Ah! (laughs) Oh! The pain of being alive. I think Axel flinches when you say that, and he kind of ducks his eyes down, and he looks back up to you. And he says, So, if that didn't. If that. So, what do we do about Volio then, with all this in mind? Give him a chance to talk. What you do with that information, you do with that information. I. I can't make the decisions for you, Axel. But. Even with an explanation, he needs to do much more digging than look for an I forgive you. <laughs> he nods a little bit and says, When you do talk, do you think it's... you think it'd be okay if I came along? I don't know. I know that is gonna need to open up to the rest of the circus eventually. Because everyone yeah. witnessed that. Everyone. Yeah, I think if he doesn't, like, have a talk with everyone. Hey, did you know, like, the that the professor's actually, like, pretty good at magic? Like, specifically hurting in people with magic? With fire magic? Like, that's a thing he does? I, 
I've never seen him come closer. I have never seen him come closer than when Volia was doing the thing. He's going to need to tell people about everything, or at least give them some idea as to why he did that, because... Yeah, believe me, Professor wasn't the only one. He's also not the only one with fire magic. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it was... Man, there's a lot of people with fire magic around some explodable powder, huh? Oh, boy. <laughs> that wouldn't have been a good idea. Just the idea of Axel, whose entire thing is literally just like Birds. bird taming. He's yes. just a bird tamer. He's just a guy. He's just some trans guy who's trying to fucking exist. And then he looks to the side. There's a clown who can hit, who can who can hit gunpowder hard enough to make it explode. Like Periato, who mm. can probably kill anyone if she so wished. Um. The professor who's apparently pretty good at killing people. <laughs> so, we also have a fucking clay golem, like straight up. Um, we do. So true. Axel kind of nods and says, "I'll try to tag along. I want to at least know. I, I feel I deserve at least that much." Thank you for talking, Ariado. I. He starts tearing up and he opens his arms like he wants a hug. Oh. Ariado gives him a hug. He clings on real fucking tight. Ariado um, be like, fine, I guess you're my little pog champ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's at this point, uh, Royari, that you get uh, you find uh, Ariato and Axel. Um, just as Axel's kind of pulling away from the hug. Uh, dear? Yeah. wants to talk now. Uh, I think Ariata looks back at Axel and says, just the three of us, or? Um, I mean, he didn't say anything about people not being allowed to come? I mean, I'm coming. Oh, sure. (laughs) I'm not really going to take no for an answer this time. Oh, it's you, big man. And Ariari, like, very lightly, like, um, not punches, but, like, uh, fist yeah. bumps their shoulder. He kind of nods a little bit. Up. Are, are you two okay? Do you need anything beforehand? No, I... I think Ariadne got me covered. We talked already. I'm glad. Um, Rayari, uh, holds out a hand for Ariado. What about Axel? <laughs> Fine! <laughs> Do you need a <laughs> Yes, he takes your hand. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you guys head into the hooked in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> hooked in. I get it. I understand that. That's a funny joke. Yeah? It's a little bit of a laugh. Yeah. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. I hope you're enjoying Book 4 so far, everyone. I know stuff's grim, but don't worry, I'm sure everything will work out. This is just a quick update about our Patreon. 
This episode starred two cameo characters provided to us by our patrons. Dana Wheatling was uh, provided by Daniel McElduff, and Gail Forcewind was provided by Sean C. You can get your own character to appear on the show by joining the $10 tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash We're also just uploading the blooper reel for Book Tree, which has 40 minutes worth of blooper content from all the mistakes and goofs that we've made during uh, In Life's Long Shadow. So if you want to hear a load of screw-ups, of hijinks, and etc., that's the place to be. Over a week, we're also going to be uploading new character sheets, uh, showing you how all our characters are doing as we start this new arc. And hopefully there's going to be a few changes overall to how our Patreon works. We're still figuring out the uh, exacts of it and the legalities of it, uh, but hopefully we'll be able to tell you all very soon a lot of exciting news about our Patreon. So if you want to help support the show, keep it rolling. More than ever, it is super important to us that you go down to patreon.com slash and see what you can get for helping us out. Keep it rolling, everyone. Hey, gang. I want to tell you about the composer of our show's music, Will Savino, a.k.a. Music D20. Will makes music specifically to help you score your tabletop campaigns. If you play Pathfinder, D&D, or other RPGs, there's absolutely no reason why your campaign can't sound as heroic as Dice Roll. Download over 12 hours of tavern tunes, sea shanties, and murky dungeon ambience at patreon.com slash musicd20. That's musicd20. And if you're a podcaster looking for some music to put into your show, just joining onto his Patreon is enough to license his entire soundtrack to be used in your podcast. So do like Dice or Roll and check out Music D20. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah. You want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. You go into the hooked in. Uh, there's a burly halfling uh, who immediately, once she sees you, says, Circus people? Yes. Go right ahead. House is yours. Thank you. Um, Sivis, Axel, Royari, Ariato. And Volio, you make your ways around. This place is kind of creaky. It's mm-hmm. it's not exactly a luxurious place, but it's something, you know? Mm-hmm. Oddbody is cartwheeling around, uh, and as soon as you enter, he poofs. And suddenly, the same old Oddbody you've always known is there. Worm on, worm on a string, Furby-looking thing. And does a few spirals through the air and uh, slitters into Volio's bag. He's not even phased at this point. I thought he was transformed forever. No, he can do that. He can do that at will. Sorry. That's the nighting. Um, <laughs> he's, so, he just, he's just so fucking used to doing the voice. 
Yeah, I think uh, Saya's gonna sense you look when you're doing it. Yeah, before before everyone got here, him and Simus were probably having like a little chat. Mm -hmm. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what's what's how's the room they're in? What's it? What's the layout? Uh, I mean, I think you get to a bedroom. It's a bedroom. There's a big double bed. There's a carpet on the <laughs> floor. Kind of musky in here, but like this whole town is musky, so that's not really a surprise. There's a rocking chair. There's a, a cupboard. That's the room. Mostly wood and creaking. Mm. I think Vula's gonna choose to sit on the bed, like the very edge of it. Mm -hmm. um, once he gets in there and he just kind of sits there for a few seconds until like everyone's in. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, about what happened. Mm -hmm. I I really meant it when I said I didn't want to come here. This isn't the first time I've been to Willowside. And I'm surprised that you were even here, Cyrus. We'll get to that when my father gets to it. De Volio. I'd rather think it'd be good Pertinent stuff from the start, wouldn't it be? He just kind of looks at him. <laughs> he looks a little bit hurt. Um, but he's like, yes. Uh, I lied about a lot of things, including my name. Technically, Volio Via is a stage name. My actual name is Dane Elodie. And this is Cyphus Elodie, my brother. Cyphus so kind of just gives a short wave. <laughs> um, I lied about my voice too, as you can see. But I... We both grew up in Kyonin, along with two other siblings. Uh, Ariato Royari, do you want to quickly make a society check for some context okay. there? Yeah, sure. 24. 27. Okay, now you both know uh, pretty decently about uh, Kyonin. Kyonin is the ancestral homeland of the elves. Um, it is a lush natural paradise um, with a uh, ancient queen, uh, long, long history. Uh, of it surpasses humanities in Lent by a long time. It's basically also extremely exclusive. They don't... Because elves have been burned a couple of times before, they're very suspicious of uh, letting outsiders in. Not in a xenophobic way, and more of a, like, you guys aren't gonna fuck shit up for us, are you? Because this has happened before many times. You guys yeah. don't understand our cultures, you fuck up, and shit is bad for us. Happens. Half elves, including Azamaric type elves, are rare and usually kind of discriminated against to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, not because, again, racism. Like, Pathfinder elves aren't racist. It's more of a like, oh god, here comes a change again. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. It's not that they mm-hmm. think they're better than anyone. No, no. It's very much so like, please, please, can we just have a normal day? Like, at least elves. It's it's even against elves from, like, other... Like, like other, other kinds of elves? Yeah, other kinds of elves. If they are not schooled in Kyonin culture and Kyonin, like, rules, are at risk of making a mess of things. It's because of this that there's a giant demon that's controlling half Kyonin, so... So yeah. true. He's got an electric guitar that's also an axe, and he loves pollution. He's the bad guy from Fern Gully. Continue, Volio. That's so oh, sick. Like- Hold on, you can't just run past that. What? <laughs> His name's Tree Razor because he raises trees. Also, he's a giant pterodactyl dragon. What? He's CR25. I want to CR his 25. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he... he- William fidgets a little bit, and he's like, I lived with them until I was about 20, maybe, younger. And I left, and I didn't come back. Off to see the world, weren't you? Yes, I... I thought that I really didn't belong there. At least not with you guys. I think Cyrus kind of excels us. I suppose the rest of us didn't necessarily make you f- b- feel belonged, did you? You, no. you're. <laughs> you picked on me. We didn't pick on you, we just. Oh, I'm sorry, you bullied me. Alright, well, it was a- over a hundred years ago. Rub it in, why don't you? Oh, very sorry. It's a cold memory for me. Guess not for you. Right, Huggies on their. On their- on their shirt collar. <laughs> anyway, didn't help that everyone else did too. Not just my siblings. So I left. I didn't want to be seen as weak anymore. But not liking how I was treated. So I traveled. I went everywhere that I could. But eventually I ended up in Willowside and a hundred years ago, um, was it exactly a great time to, uh, be anywhere? Uh. Eridan died, and I was. I was in Willowside when that happened. I was in the woods. I was curious about the welt that was here, because it was still around at that time. I guess that's when it started. Mm-hmm. I'd found it in the woods, and I didn't... I didn't know what had happened. And... You've seen me. I'm not exactly... the most normal-looking person. No? To be frank, I'm a little fucked up. Looking, that is. So when I got... Spotted near the welt, I... I don't know what happened. But... It's the reason I don't like crowds around me. I got... Hunted. I'd rather not talk about it, but that's how I got my powers. Odd body... Saved me. I guess it's... How I could put it, I 
I didn't die because of him. What do you mean he saved you? The little, he kind of points at your bag where Odd Body's kind of poking his head out and looking all smug, like, <laughs> that, how could that save you? It's barely as big as a cat. We made a deal. Uh, contract. Yeah, a contract. My contract with him is why I'm alive. Unfortunately, I didn't want it. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to live. And I didn't want to come back here. I was... Back in Carrick, Vandy mentioned the tower was in Willowside, and I... That's when I started panicking. Hmm. Volio, back in that library, is that why you were freaking out? They just nod. Um... They kind of like rub their arm and they're like I didn't want to be any more different than I already was I back when I got this contract I figured that if I could just like stick it out maybe one day I'd be able to get rid of it and I could go back to living a normal life but I didn't get to so I made my own Normal. Which was, I guess, abnormal. Hmm. Getting those... Aridan powers... I didn't... It made me feel sick. I didn't... Ask to have them. I didn't want to do this, I wanted to be in a circus. <laughs> that was my normal. And... I didn't lie to you, Cyrus. Stain did die that day. I am Volio. If it meant survival, then I had to change, right? I think. I, I think Cyrus is kind of like just staring at the floor. It's obvious he's a little bit lost at some places. Ryari um, pauses and uh, before speaking goes. How did... Oh god, this name is so stupid. His name is dumb. Um, how the hell did Jellico Boing Boing know about Dane? Oh, he fucking shudders. Who the hell's Jellico Boing Boing? He's a clown. Axel picks in like, Jellico knew about Dane? What are you talking about? What? Where is this coming I... from? It was, um... When when um we were at Dusklights, that name was like all over the mirrors for a bit. He knew because I told him. I thought that maybe if I told someone it'd be a load off maybe. I got close with him, we were partners, I guess. Hmm. But I I thought that could understand, maybe. But he couldn't. I... I don't know why I was stupid enough to tell him. He tormented me with it. Almost to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. Uh, Rayari and Ariato 
I think you two remember now that night where you first left Dust Bites after Jellico doused Volu in gold paint, gold like his Azimar blood. Stuff's starting to click a little bit. Volio, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're... Is that why you killed him? Mm. Neither of you He's thought pinned. that... Vo- Roy- Neither of you were aware that Royari knew that. How did you know that? Royari gives Volio a look, and is like, he was missing... You looked like you were going to have a panic attack. Ariado looked like she was hiding something. I am not dumb. Oh, he kind of sinks a little bit. I didn't tell you because I didn't think that you wanted to talk about it. It was clearly something that was freaking you out, and I don't care. He's an ass. He was an asshole, and he deserved it. It just happened. My vision went light, essentially, and I just saw blood. I kept going. Axel puts up a hand and says, Jellico's fucking dead? Jellico's fucking dead, yes. Oh my god. I killed him. <laughs> um, I'm very glad no one looked into that uh, on a legal point. The, the constable I'm found looking. out and she didn't care. She's like, probably self-defense. <laughs> yeah, she, she told give you. A shit. Yeah, she, she literally said, I, I'm not going to talk about the, the body. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's self-defense and move on. Because you <laughs> saved everybody. Which is kind of illegal, but you know what? It's, it's old times. Who cares? <laughs> also, she did everything else right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Murder's okay sometimes. <laughs> Um, he just kind of nods. Yeah, I... Seeing I regret it would be a lie, and I've done enough of that. I don't care if you don't regret it. I just wanted to know. But... I was... I was scared. And I didn't know how to get it through to you that... I was. And I I didn't want to do that. I tried to do it in a... Well, calling it a safer manner is a bit stupid, but you know what I mean. I tried to do it without hurting anyone directly. Um, Axel. Axel has not been really looking at you all that much this whole time, but he does, like, look up now. The night I was up and about. That's what I was trying to do. I walked in on you trying to destroy our home. <laughs> yeah. Why did you think that was okay? Why didn't you just leave? Why did you have to try to take everyone down with you? That's the only thing I'm not getting here. Everything else I get... But you doing that instead of reaching out even once. That's the most selfish fucking thing I've ever heard. Do you know how much this circus means to me? To Ariato, to Royari, to the Professor, to the Nelvi sisters, to Mordain? 
fucking misdancer? <laughs> why, why were you willing to go to that length to stop us from going to Willowside? I... And if, if this whole... If not only not going to Willowside, but abandon this whole questing that you're doing with the others that will literally save the world. Save our home. Because you were scared? I thought about running away. And... Yeah. I'm selfish. It was selfish of me to do that. Wouldn't have worked! Our body, our body looks all smug in the, in the little head poking out from the thing. Every second, every second of every day, he's so close to just fucking slamming that shit against a wall. Also, yeah, how the fuck is our buddy back? I couldn't tell you, honestly. I don't know how my patrons work. Cyrus kind of puts up a hand and he says, There's a lot that I'm missing, but you're a witch, Volio. They don't. You know that patrons aren't really animals, right? Well, no. He doesn't have internal organs or a need to eat. He's literally just a manifestation of magic. I know, I... When a, pa- when a familiar is killed, it comes back the next day. It's not like I have much witch training, I'm sorry. Additionally, I'm going to reckon that the whole shape-changing thing is just... That's a thing familiars can do. They can take on the face of a person if they think it'll help. Kind of glares inside of his bag, like thinking, "You think this will fucking help?" He nods vigorously. Friendly. <laughs> Disgusting creature. Cute. A little. Um. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, human hand comes out of the bag. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy, now is not the time for Good that. Good night. And our buddy closes his eyes. Okay. I'm scared of that thing. I'm so fucking scared of that thing. I don't know what he is. Or why he even wanted to save me in the first place. Not even save me, he wanted something out of me, I know it. I don't know. I don't... It's probably the will of your patrons, Volio. Do you have any idea what they might be? Giant worms in the sky. What? What? And Rayari Mariato, even though this has been knowledge to our audience since episode 16, almost 30 episodes ago, this is the first fucking time you've heard about this. Yeah, okay, sure. Floyd's got like his head and like his face in his hands and he's just talking about the fucking worms. Good, there's more. Whenever they want to talk to me, they like to torture me by putting me back in that swamp where I was hunted and they like to say very cryptic shit they told me to follow you too and he looks to Ariato and Ariari I didn't know what that meant I still don't I don't know I don't know why I thought I could bargain with them it's not the world that I care about. I couldn't give less of a shit if some island disintegrates. 
And I know that it's home to you. But the only home I have is the circus. Not even. The only home I have is you two. Ariado does not look at him for that. Mary <laughs> breathes and is like, Volio, why didn't you tell us about any of this? I begged you multiple times to just talk if something was wrong. Because I could, I can tell when something is wrong. I can tell when you're upset, whether you want, whether you want that to be true or not. I just don't understand why you wouldn't talk to me. To any of us, even if not me, Ariada was right there, and Axel is here. Literally anyone in the circus. Kind of hugs himself, and the next words that are kind of come out of my mouth are completely serious. Uh. He hugs himself and he says, It wasn't in character. In- You're fucking kidding me. Volio. Is that the reason why anytime me or Rayari said family, you scrounged up? That's it? Because it wasn't in character. That's it! You can follow Rayari from now on. Don't follow me. The circus may have been your home, but don't forget who gave you that home, too. Don't forget about Thunder. (gasps) The man who gave you this in the first place. Who gave all of us this in the first place. After the fucking mess that was Dusklight. (sighs) Just tell me when you guys are going to the tower, that's it. I'm out. And she leaves. I think Axel gets up to and walks up after her. Periodo. I deserve that. <laughs> um, I think Sivus is kind of sitting there now. There's just a tree of you. Unless Roy, are you going after her, uh, Royari, or are uh, you staying here? Royari's gonna stay for a minute. They, they, like, they're gonna go after Ariado um, in a minute, but yeah. Volio's looking rough. Uh, Rayari looks at, at Volio and is like, I am going to be honest, Volio. Um, I am extremely hurt right now. This circus and the people in it and what we're doing is my livelihood and it is all that I have. I'm hurt that you would try and destroy that, even if I understand why. I know. But you are my family, and I care more about you than I care about this. And even if I'm upset with you right now, I am here for you, and if you need anything, you can always talk to me. You should go be with her. I'll talk to her right now. But Anne Rayari gets up is like, Do not be a stranger. Okay? You are still extremely important to me, and I would probably... I don't even know where I would be if I didn't have you and her. Thank you. Um, and Rari comes over and, um, hugs Volio really tightly. And he's just like, don't try and blow up the Zergus again, I will kill you. 
he smiles a little bit at least, and he's like, I promise I won't. Thank you, dear. I'm gonna go check on her. Please do. Of course. Um, and Briari sort of waves politely to Cybus. It's like, I will be going now. Right. As you leave Royari, I think Cybus is there with you, Volio. They kind of. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little awkward for a moment. I think he coughs and says, Oh. It. Is Volio a stage name then, or is it your actual name? I like it better. If that's what you're asking. You rather I use it? It's catchier, that's for sure. <laughs> Still you though, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not well, Cyrus. I'm not well. He kind of actually pulls you into a little bit of a side hug and says, When have you ever been, Volio? When have you ever been? I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to put on some persona. I just want to be me. I don't want to fake being Volio. I want to be Volio. I need help, Cyrus. I haven't been here, but can you be here for me? You know what was life, Olio? Oh, the last century? I reckon you struggled, and I'd say you'd probably struggle more than us, but... We actually felt guilty, three of us. <laughs> Me, your big sister, your big sibling. Lowell, Adriel, and I, we used to wait for your letters, you know? After the first decade of you wandering or whatever, we started to realize that we hadn't been quite pleasant to you when we were kids. You weren't always out of runt, but you're a brother. We loved you dearly. So when Aridan died and you stopped sending letters, we all kind of assumed the worst, didn't we? Not me. I couldn't... I couldn't give up on you, Olio. Knowing how horribly I treated you when we were kids, I... I felt you were still alive. I knew you were still alive. I tracked... I followed in your footsteps. I went through every town I could find, asking if they'd seen you, and thankfully, you're a little freaky, you're easy to track, and nudges you. Did you ever stop in Kelsella? Huh? I used to be a merchant there, you know? What? Jesus Christ. I take my little merchant job all over the land. Oh, yes. No, I... That was my favorite place. I heard that there was a weird fucking shopkeeper there. That's the last stop here before Absalom, yeah? Yeah. Jumping in and out of this island, though. It was always coming back to here, wasn't it? Like you were bound to it. About the fourth time that you skipped out of Absalom and came back to it anyway... I swear to God. <laughs> Giselle was the last time. And that's when you joined this circus. Were you always Volio the Clown? Or was it... Volio Via. 
It was the full name I came up with. My clown name is Bimbo Bottom Text. Your clown name is what now? Bimbo Bottom Text. How do you like it? I spent nights on it. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it shows you spent nights on it. Glad. Don't know how much I'll be able to use it now. But... I looked. I followed that entire time. Made my friends there. Gail Forthling and Dana Wheatling. Those two helped me on my mission hunting. Mm. Into the Isle of Corus, out of the Isle of Corus, into the Isle of Corus. Always, almost there, but never quite. She never saw one of my shows, did you? <sighs> Didn't even realize you were a clown. I was looking in all the wrong places. The flashiest thing. <laughs> putting a picture of yourself saying, Come look at me, and I never even saw you. God's sake. <laughs> Must have been surprised when you see me then. It was like being hit by a fucking elephant. Oh, that's funny. Get it? Because elephants yeah, yeah, are in. Clever, it's, I know. it's a joke. I'm a clown. Yeah. That's to answer your question, Volio. I will say bye. I don't really know what's going on. You mentioned Aradin powers. Kind of freaky. You're always going to be my little brother. Whether you're Volio Via or Dane LED. You're always going to be my little brother, and I'm always going to be here by your side. Now that I've got you, I'm not letting go. I think he kind of, like, puts his head onto his brother's shoulder. And he starts crying. Oh, fuck, man. Mia. Not that he wasn't crying before, but... You know, like, actually crying. I think he just kind of hugs you close and holds you there. Youch. Yoch. Riari and Ariata. We're gonna have a little bit of a lighter scene here, don't worry. Um, wink, mm. wink, nudge, nudge, evil grin. Um, but you two... We'll see. You two are coming out of... All that. Um, Axel yeah. is not really saying anything, he's just walking beside Ariato. Um, yeah, Riari um, comes up and catches up with them after, like, a minute or so. I mean, it's like, hi. Sorry, I had to. I wanted to talk to him a little bit before I left. Mm-hmm. Rari sort of like sighs and is like, him and listening to them aside. Um. Are you doing okay? No. 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 I am beyond okay. Do you want to vent about it? We can go somewhere where you can break things. Please. Come on. Axel, uh, do you want to... Do you need a walk back to the... I'm sticking with you guys. All right. King shit. I wanted to break stuff too. (laughs) (laughs) Axel goes haywire. Axel off the shits. Um, he sends his birds to kill. Ah! <laughs> um, Rayari um, is like, um... Rayari walks them to some kind, like, probably one of the areas where there's, like, a, like, they're close to the camp, but it's where, like, um, broken shit is. Because I assume that when you have when you have a circus, you need to replace a bunch of shit all the time, because things break, especially when you're in show business. Um, yeah. 
it's like broken pieces of like equipment and stage props and stuff and it's like and, and Rary looks at uh, Ariado and is like we can talk about it and you can do whatever you want to uh, let it out I'm here to listen there are flames in both of her hands and her hair is tied up Rayari's <laughs> like, uh, just don't destroy this. Um, and Rayari sits down on like a, not a log, but you know, like a stump. Yeah. <laughs> like a tree stump. Everything. Everything. After everything. All of this, all of the com- lack of communication was all because it wasn't in character. All of it. Every single fucking one of it. Couldn't even bring it up when we said found family or anything as she lights up uh, several things of trash <laughs> with produce flame. Are you like uh, using the punching produce flame? That feels that feels right. Yes. <laughs> Ariana beats the shit out of a trash bag. Uh, if anything, <laughs> uh, she probably like props something up to look like a pretty like sturdy ish like training dummy. And just starts punching it. (laughs) (sighs) Literally everything about this could have been avoided. Everything. I opened up to all of you about my demonic powers. Not that it was really a secret in the fucking first place. But you can't tell me that when you first saw me and my demonic powers, you didn't think something of me. No one here can tell me that they were at least a little bit afraid of me, but you took me in anyway. Why doesn't it... Why is it that it's different, Revolio? Why does it have to be different? As she punches it again... Rayari is quiet until uh, Rayari is going to be quiet until till uh, Ariada was legitimately asking for like an answer because um, uh, he's letting her vent and stuff. Um, And then she sits up a little bit um, because she was leaning over, uh, resting her elbows on her knees. It's like. Ariato, I'm going to be frank. I think Folio is a little stupid. A little? I don't think... (laughs) Barry, I don't think that he thought... I don't think he was thinking when he did or didn't say anything. I don't think he meant that... And I'm not asking you to forgive him or anything. I just want... I don't want... Miscommunication to break up anything more than it already has. I don't think that he meant that it was out of character and that he refuses to do anything with us or care about us because it's in character. Volio made a very crafted persona of who he wanted to be. I can understand that. You look at, look at me. Do I look like somebody that doesn't understand crafted personas? You do have a lot of shoes and capes. Do I look like someone who naturally came to be? <laughs> Rayari is fully aware that they didn't naturally come to be and is very happy about it. 
I think Volio fell so deeply in into the person that they had built that they forgot how to be anything else. How to open up. How to be Volio instead of <clears throat> Volio the silly clown who has no feelings aside from I'm silly and a clown and I hate and hating odd body, which is yeah. I'm not saying it's okay. But I don't think that Volio doesn't care about us. I don't think I could live with myself if Volio didn't care about us. It wasn't okay what they did. It was dumb and bad and terrifying. <laughs> but I don't think that he doesn't care. I don't think that the family that we have means nothing to him. And regardless of whether you but regardless of whether you want that family or not I'm still you still have me, okay? You have the rest of the circus too. I know. It just hurts a little too much when you think something for so long and you figure out later along the line that maybe that was just a joke too. Did you write down a list of ways to hurt me today, KK? <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is all in my brain. <laughs> yeah, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I felt my your eyes prickle and I was like, oh no. Briari <laughs> sort of um, lifts their legs so that their knees are up at their chest and they're sitting on the log still and is like you asked me how I'm okay with any of this earlier I'm so afraid of losing my family I just don't want to lose what I have now. I don't want to lose you. I don't want you to leave. I don't want Volio to leave, God forbid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I already breathes out. And she closes her eyes and is like, I just wish that she had been... I just wish that they had been honest from the start. It's not like we would have judged. Literally, who am Why I to judge? Why would we have judged? I don't care if they're... I've literally said that I was a street rat. Not that I am now. I am, I am, I'm super high society now. Mary <laughs> <laughs> says half-jokingly. <laughs> I'm literally half-demon. With probably one of the most deranged families... In the fucking world. <laughs> Axel kind of coughs and says, I don't know, man. You haven't met my mom. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Axel. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Axel, I don't know if your mother's a hag. Axel, I don't Tyler. know if <laughs> I don't know if your mother has a coven of witches. He, he kind of looks up at you guys. He's obviously been crying, but he's got like kind of like a, a dumb grin on, and he says, "No, but like, she made me go to church every day. That screwed up, man." Rayari gives Axel a look, and it's like, Axel. Even on that plane, I have a family more deranged than yours. Uh, hard, You've met hard them. Hard to believe, hard to believe. They're all like 120 years old and worshipped Aridin. And also tried to craft Rayari's destiny for her. They wanted me to be proper. I think Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine me as anything but a slut? <laughs> Stop. Oh. Oh. I think you're all kind of laughing when you guys hear something. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's going to break the mood? Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's more, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's a strange noise. Mm-hmm. The noise of someone going, hi, ho! What the fuck? Is Snow White around? By, What's going on? Followed what? by Hi-ho! The seven fucking dwarves? Hi-ho! And three figures turn around a corner. Oh, God. Uh, hello? Um. So the there... The dwarven No, oh, it's no. not the dwarven trolls. <laughs> I was about to say... What the fuck? Are they other dwarves? <laughs> that he looks like the guy from Korra. Um, so there are three men turning around to corners, and they're obviously related. Yeah, um, they look they look related. De- uh, the girl doing the eyebrow thing. Um, they've all got like black wavy hair, um, very prominent dark like eyebrows, and uh, a cocky smirk on. Um, it's three boys. Uh. The youngest looks to be in his late teens. Uh, the, old, the middle one looks to be in like his early twenties, and the oldest looks to be in his mid twenties. Mm-hmm. And um, the the oldest is at the front. He's a fucking character. Um, he is buff as fuck. Um, he's uh-huh. like seven. He's about six foot three. Very very fit. Ooh. Um, he's got, like, a red vest on that is opened to reveal abs and pets. You know? Oh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> He's got, um, pants kind of like Obelix from Asterix and Obelix. They're white and blue stripes. Um, like, very sky blue white. And, like, tall calf-high boots. And, like, a bow and arrow over his, uh, back. Um, and he's kind of got his hand over his eye like he's blocking at the sun looking at you. Hand, other hand on his hip. Um, <laughs> the uh, middle brother there uh, is a little more... Uh, he looks a little smarter, nearly. Um, he is a... Uh, he is dressed in a robe, like a wine robe with a blue uh, a blue outfit beneath. Um, like, you know... Um, Traditional peasant clothes, but they're like a rich, like blue, and then uh, a long dark ro- uh, wine robe, 
and he's holding a staff in his hand, kind of like a spellcaster of some sort. And uh, the youngest brother has um, kind of a confused look on his face, but he's copying what the other two do. Um, he's got leather armor on, um, a bow and arrow as well. Uh, his hair is the shortest. Um, the oldest guy's got like in a, po- a long ponytail. Um, the middle one has it kind of like wavy up to his shoulders, and then the youngest has pretty short hair, except for like a um, a boyish flick towards the front, kind of Clark Kent style, you know. Um, yeah. He's wearing leather armor, and uh, he's definitely the shortest. He's maybe like five foot five. Um, and uh, the oldest one, kind of like, he's still looking at you, you know, he's got his hands over his eyes, and uh, he, he points at you guys, and yeah. uh, he says, Well, hello, travelers. And he kind of walks up to you, but he walks up to you in a way that he's like, sh- he's twisting his shoulders as he moves, you know, to kind of like, um, to ex. He's being. He's walking all macho. He's, he's walking really macho. Oh, so the opposite of Hurdy Business. No, 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 no. He is extremely This is the macho. straightest business you've ever seen. Yeah. This, is, this is a fucking X-plane. That is how straight <laughs> okay. it is. Uh, um, yeah? Um, he, he, yeah, you're gonna make a math joke? He walks, he kind of like swaggers up to you. And he offers his hand. And he says, uh, Hello there. My name is Lederick Banyan. And uh, these are Sturvin and Tashlock. He points at middle and youngest, respectively. Well, nice to meet you. You're not from around here, hmm? No, we're the circus. We just got here. Ah, they just got here, boys. And uh, they kind of go, yeah, you oh. tell them Lederick. Okay. Let's... And Letter turns back to you and says, Sorry, let me introduce ourselves. We're the Banyan Boys. Willow sighs, <laughs> and he kind of flicks his hair. Law enforcement. Stop, please. I see. Ari is nodding. Uh, and he kind of puts his hands on his hips and says, So, you said you just got here. What, what was your business here again? Performing in the circus. Because you're part of the circus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see. And uh, tell me about your trip here. How was it? Uh, it was all right. We stopped the. What was it called? The Yep. That sounds made up. Oh my we, god. Uh, Sure, whatever. Hey! He turns to the middle brother. Stervin, does that sound made up to you too? And Stervin's like, yeah! And then he turns to uh, the other guy and says, Tashlock, does that sound made up to you? Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay! He turns back to you. Keep going. Did you find anything interesting out there? While you're on your way here? No. Just that. Well, that's weird. My sources say that after you fought a Tickbalang, you saw a big hole. A big hole? Yeah, lots of them. 
almost like they're footsteps. Oh. Oh, the prince. Yeah, um... Big reptilian-like creatures that are on all fours. Uh, he kind of strokes his chin. Very interesting. Mm. Mm Hmm. Well, it's a good thing people already told me all of that stuff. Because it looks like you guys weren't going to. And you really should, because you should get the law enforcement involved any time there's a problem forever. Oh my god. Why would... Yeah, sure. Whatever. Because law enforcement's always have their fucking chest out with zero shirt. Cool. You like it? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm going to pretend... I'm going to pretend that you're just playing hard to get, little lady. I'm demisexual. I don't know what that means. You don't know a lot of things, do you? Um... Sturvin kind of like uh, the, like the middle brother he kind of pokes in with like not that he'd even be interested in you uh, he's got lots of stuff on shut the fuck up Sturvin sorry anyway <laughs> and you seem like the <laughs> least the interesting how's related? that stick Is it, it's a cool stick anyway he, he kind of like leans forward so you guys are the circus huh Yes. How many times have we stated I'm that? I'm glad you're following along. Rari, how many times did we state that? <laughs> a billion. So let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna stop you. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you, maybe. What's your question? It's more of a statement than a question. A question. Uh, Then, okay. (laughs) Just let us know what you need, please. I'm begging you. I just want to let you know there better not be any travel from you, circus folk. Got it? And why would there be? And, uh, um, I think Sturvin kind of juts in again and says, I don't know, why would there be? Traveling rapscallions, you could steal stuff and make off with it in Shut a- Shut the fuck up, Sturvin! Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see the lap dog in the pack. Tashlock says, I like dogs. Oh, oh my god. Dear god. <laughs> low it, Lois. We need- we need to save this man. We need to save this man from the fly. Low in, low whiz. It's all in charisma. Stop. Oh, uh, and Lederick uh, then scratches his chin. There was one more thing that I was told about. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I was told that a violent arsonist almost blew up a barrel of gunpowder on the way in. Uh oh. I have no idea what you are talking about. Oh, sh- come on now, Sturvin Judson again. Surely you- Shut the fuck up, Sturvin! Sorry! It's <laughs> <laughs> so mean of him. Oh my god. I simply have no idea what you are on about. Um, and Lederick kind of leans in close and says, I mean it when I say it. They're really better not any in trouble. Apish? Uh-huh. And if there is uh, trouble, you? you come aright to Papa. Got it? Oh, it's oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> 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 I 
Rory sort of like the, he like leaned in close, right? Yeah. yeah. Rayari like uh, presses their pointer finger to his chest and pushes him away and is like, "We'll do." And I think uh, Lederick kind of like puts his hands on his hips and he's like, "All right, Batman boys, you heard it. These guys are going to be on their best behavior, or else there's going to be some real trouble. Got it?" <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, that- sure, whatever. Just next time you get that close, take them to dinner first. God. We taught you manners. Oh, you are so kind. <laughs> uh, Sturvin jumps in again and he's like, next time he gets that close, you should be thankful that we would even dare to shut the fuck up, Sturvin. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, Poor Sturvin. <laughs> can't take shit from someone who can't finish a sentence. Oh. Sometimes I don't finish my sentences. So helpful, <laughs> Thank you. What was your name? Tashlock, thank oh, you. Tashlock, thank you. yeah. Oh he, he, his eyes will light up when you say his name. Oh, good God. So I, I hope I didn't awaken anything. <laughs> no, he, he's just very happy that someone remembered him. Oh, my God. Is this the third person? Is this... Do we need to adopt somebody? Like, <laughs> where are the papers? Um, oh my god. And Lederick says, Banyan boys, back to the Banyan room! The what? Hi ho! Hi ho! Oh my god. Hi ho! And they fucking walk away. The what? <laughs> Please. It's so oh. funny. Oh my god. And Axel's yeah. kind of sitting there like, what the fuck? Um, I don't know, man. I'm still reeling from the fact that they have a room called the Banyan Room. I'm reeling from the fact that they think that they can intimidate me. (laughs) That too. I am simply amazed that they had the audacity to come that close to me without my permission. Oh, the Ooh. nerve of straight men, right? <laughs> I'm, there was something fruity about that man. Ugh. I don't know what it is. Axel very, very, very quietly says, Kinda hot, though. Oh <laughs> my god. Right, first off, okay, then I... S- scratch that, then cis men. Secondly, <laughs> Axel! <laughs> oh my oh, god. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going through some complicated feelings lately. You can give me a break. Bonk. <laughs> yeah. How? Stop it! <laughs> I literally saw you punch a bag of trash to debt earlier. <laughs> that is not. That has nothing to do with you and your little gay thoughts. Okay, you know what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> just, just so you know. And she lightly, like, taps his forehead. Bonk. Ah! <laughs> 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 Rayari claps uh, her hands together and is like, Do you want to get lunch? I'm actually extremely hungry. Yeah, we should get some lunch. Axel, let's go get some lunch. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, if you want, uh, for the rest of this session, we can uh, quickly do some uh, setup for the next circus show. Um, yeah. Um, so that was Moon Day. I think you've had enough for Moon Day. Would that be fair to say? I think you've had enough for Moon Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, were the, uh, 
You have a habit of really arriving punctually on time for Moon Day. Well done, guys. So true. Good scheduling. Um, so, <clears throat> Toil's Day comes around. Um, you're in the town of Willowside. A town which, as you... Oh! No. No, you don't get to Toil's Day yet. Oh. What? Because you all go to bed. Oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're gonna hurt me again. <laughs> oh. Oh, Volio. Oh, Volio. Oh, Volio via. Oh, boy. Ah. Volio. Yes? Volio, you go to bed. Mm-hmm. I need you to make me a will save. Cool. Either. I don't want to, but I'll do it. Um, <gasps> that's a nat one. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Something tells me oh. this is gonna hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should use a hero point or not. No, you shouldn't. This will be good. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Then I won't. <laughs> uh oh. I'm in danger! Well, you stand in a field, which is not where you usually wake up. No. And as you are standing here in the field, something weird is happening. Mm-hmm. The wind is picking up, like, a lot. It is nighttime, but your dark vision isn't working. You're, it's dark. Mm-hmm. Like, freakishly dark. Advanced darkness. He doesn't like this. And I think as you're standing here, the wind whipping at you, you look up and there aren't any of them. Uh. Stars. The night sky's completely empty. It's just black. But this wind is picking up more and more. Rain is pelting down at you. It is almost piercing your skin. And that's when you feel it. Around your ankles. Water. And it is rising. Gets to your knees. What do you do, Volio? He's... He's gonna start to run. Where? He's anywhere. It's up to your waist. You can't run. It's weighing you down. What do you do? He tries to swim through it. You try. It's, you just can't. It's too much. It's too heavy. Hello? It's up to your shoulders. No one responds. Someone? It's up to your neck. No one responds. Please. The rainwater is just getting heavier and heavier, and this water is pouring up to you. The field has been flattened, the sky is black, and everything beneath you is black. Darkness is encroaching on you as it comes up to your lips and passes through your teeth, as it comes up to your nose and starts forcing you to choke, as it comes up past your eyes, and you sink, and Volio, there is something down there. 
and you are so infinitely small. Ariato, make me a will save. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I hope you enjoyed your one night of no bad dreams. Oh, well. Uh, let me see. We're so evil. <laughs> will save? Yes. <laughs> 28. <laughs> that don't pass. Yeah, no, I rolled an 8. <laughs> Ariato! Oh my god. Hi. You don't know how you got here. Eh. It is raining, like, really bad, and there is no land anywhere. You're wading in the water, and I think as you're splashing a little bit, you realize something strange, because this... It's rainwater, but as you're splashing, you get a taste of it by accident. It's salt water. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, she's trying to see if she can use any magic at all. Yeah, your magic works fine. What'd you do? Uh, uh, I think she just tries to swim anywhere. You can't. What do you mean I can't? <laughs> because it won't let you go. What? It's... The hand around your ankle. <laughs> uh, disintegrate. Disintegrate! Yeah, you blast it. It's gone. And then the second hand grabs on. Then a third. Uh, oh, okay. And another hand goes through your other ankle. Another hand goes through your eye. What Sound do you burst! Do, Sound burst! You blast them. They're gone. And then another one grabs onto your shoulder. And starts pulling you under. What do you do? She doesn't have any flying. Uh, did she <laughs> control water a bubble around her head? Yeah, sure. Cool. You know, you know what? Doesn't help even in the slightest. Hands Fuck. touch everything. Grab onto your clothes. Grab onto your skin and pull. There are countless more. You don't know how there can be so many, but they are all on you with a single goal of pulling you under. And every time you destroy more, more show up to continue dragging you into this salt water. And Ariado, you are pulled under and you are not alone. Yeah? You are so infinitely small compared to it. Yeah? Water fills your lungs and everything goes dark. Uh-huh. Royari, make me a fucking will save! Oh my god, you got the whole crew drowning. Oh, uh, one It's a will save? Mm -hmm. Jesus. The <laughs> That's a 19. Ooh. Crit fail. Oh my god. Yeah, I'd be like, oof. Uh. Royari. Mm-hmm. You are deep underwater. Okay. It covers you from all sides, below, above, on the sides. No matter what direction you go, you will not be able to escape it. What do you do? 
I mean, Rayari is li uh, would literally just be trying to swim up. Regard, like I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. They don't have magic or anything that they could use like this. They're just kind of swimming. Which direction is up? You don't uh, know. Are you just swimming deeper? Even if you're swimming up, how deep are you? Is there a surface? This seawater stings at your mouth, and it feels like you've been here for... You don't even know how long. Your lungs burn, but you're not drowning. And that's when you see it. Mm -hmm. A surface. Not the surface of water, but the surface of something else. It stretches into the horizon. It is so colossally huge that you cannot comprehend how large it is. In fact, mm -hmm. you can't even comprehend what it is at first. And those moments where you didn't understand it, you miss. Uh-huh. Because the thing that is moving towards you, this intensely massive thing is opening and then it makes sense. It's a mouth. The mouth sure. of an impossibly large fish. And its teeth are sharp. It could swallow planets, Royari, and you are in its path. What do you do? Um, I mean, Rayari would just try to swim away. Not that it would work, or like, that's what they would do. Rayari, you swim. You swim as fast as you can. But it really doesn't matter because you are so infinitely small. And it swims past you and closes its mouth. And do you know what the worst part is? Hmm. You literally cannot tell the difference. And all three of you wake up at the same time. Volio, you're in a different uh, place altogether, but it, just so you know, all at the same time. Huh. About what time would it be? Funny you should ask, exactly 4 a.m. Hmm. Rari sort of rubs her eyes and sits up. Yeah, Ariana, you, you are also sitting up at this point. You are awake. She is sweating. She's like, one good night. I cannot have more than one. They're in the same, like, area. Yeah, you two sleep in the same uh, caravan. Oh, uh, okay. Rayari is like, Ariana? Yeah? Are you okay? <sighs> Nightmare. I had one, too. What kind? What? I was in the water, and there was a giant mouth of a fish or something, and it ate me. You saw it, too. We had the same nightmare. We did. You think Volio had the same nightmare? If we did, then yes. What in the hell was that? I, I don't know. 
Volio, when you spring mm -hmm. to wake in your room covered in sweat, so too does Sivus. He kind of glances at you mm -hmm. and says, Oh, Volio, sorry, I must have woken you up, sorry. No, 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 I, 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 I woke up myself. Huh. You don't have to lie, all right. Had a weird. Oh, I, I, I had a. What? Weird dream. No kidding. You too. Yeah. I was standing in a field, and I looked up at the sky, and the stars were going out. I was there too. We had the same one. I was in the field, and. It was daytime, then the sun just went out. And then I could see the... And the water came creeping up your legs. What? No. And the water came... No, no. Wait, what? I didn't huh? have anything about water at all, no. I just saw the Wait. stars die. D Come with me. Okay. I'm getting up. Sure, yeah. Alright. What are we doing? Listen, me and... The others have been in the midst of something to do with dreams, and I... This is weird. This is not good. You, you... We need to get to the others. Right, okay. It wasn't the same, but we were in the same place. Okay, well, yeah, we can, we can go back if you'd like. Check in on him, see if everything's alright. Yeah. Uh, and he, 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 like, gets out of his pajamas and, uh... Yeah, you two... It's ready to you go. You do get changed pretty quickly and make your way out. Um... Yeah. It's not too far from the, uh, hooked in to the circus grounds. But when you get there, it is obvious something isn't right. Um, as you approach, you can hear, um, the Kanbalis... Uh, specifically, the kid, uh, the youngest kids are like kind of crying, and oh. being mm. cradled a little bit. Um, Axel is out, kind of like on his doorstep, clearly sweating. Um, <laughs> you hear, uh, you hear Avora very distressedly like unlocking Gigi's cage to go cuddle her. Mm -hmm. Me. I think Axel sees you, Volio, as you're entering and says, Volio, what, what are you doing here? I thought you were staying the night in... I am, but uh, is everyone up right now? Uh, I don't think so. I hear some people are up, which is weird, but... This might be a weird question, but did you just have a nightmare? He turns and looks and he says, Yeah. Yeah, I did. With, with the big fish? Fish? What? What? Wait, were you somewhere dark? Yeah, I was like in the bottom of the sea and then this giant fish, I saw its mouth opening and it swallowed me. Wait. You, and he points to Cybus and he's like, you saw the stars die. Uh-huh. I was there when they were already dead and I got swallowed by the ocean. You are already in the ocean, and he points to Axel. Yeah. Come with me. Ye I think 
We all had the same dream at different times. Does that kind of thing happen? No. But it just did, didn't it? Yeah. Where where's Rory and Ariato? Um, they're they're wagon. He kind of throws a tom. Right. And excuse me. Uh, and he goes to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like knocks on the uh, door of their uh, caravan. Mm-hmm. Oh, come in. Yeah. Uh, it's me. Volio? Can you come outside? Ariado opens it. <laughs> Volio looks sheepish. Uh, and he's like, Hi. Um, you didn't happen to have a nightmare, did you? We both did. Well, that is the theory. That, that confirms that theory. Were you underwater too? Or half of it? Half? Was there was there a fish in you? Did Volio see a fish? No, you didn't see a fish. You were in a field and then it started raining real bad. Uh, he shakes his head. But I got swallowed underwater. So you got out of- So you went underwater too? Yes. Um, Sivus was in the field also, but he was there when the stars- yeah. Dying? Uh, hi. Wait, Sivus had yeah, the Yeah, hi, hello. Yes. Uh, so did Axel. Yeah, hi, big fish. <laughs> uh, Sivus is kind of like, rubs his face a little bit and says, Yeah, no, I... I was standing there and... It was the middle of the day and suddenly the sun just vanished. And then one by one, each of the stars vanished, and then it was just pitch black. You had this dream. Both of you. Or a dream with this. It's not just us. Axel kind of turns and looks out at the camp, where he hears the Kambalis consoling their crying ch- children, where he hears movement around in the carts, and each wagon in the Circus of Wayward Wonders has their lights on. And Axel kind of clears his throat and says, I... I think it was all of us. How? Uh, question, Derry. When Cybus and uh, Volio were leaving the inn, was anyone in the city, like, did they have their lights on? Or did, he, did they <laughs> nope, bitch black. hear or see anything? Okay, cool. I think it's just the circus. I'm not with you guys. I'm, I'm just here for the ride. Wait. You're here by association, That's... so you may as well be. Yeah, no. Sorry. One moment. Um, I'm... One sec. And he goes mm-hmm. through his st- pocket, and uh, he pulls out a little messenger stone. And uh, he kind of talks into it and says, Dana? Gail? Can either of you hear me? And uh, you hear a kind of cranky noise from the other side. <laughs> and it's Gail. And they're kind of like, um... Yes, hi, um... You okay, boss? And Cyrus says, Yeah, no. Wonderful. You you didn't just... Have a bad dream? Yeah. Yeah, you... Did you just have a bad dream? And you hear Dana, like, very loudly mumbling in the background. And Gail says, 
Yeah, we both had the exact same dream. Something about um, being underwater and hands pulling us down. And that's the one that I had. Huh. Right. Appreciate it. You two try to get back to sleep, yeah? I imagine the two of them just mumble very, very tiredly. What the hell happened? I'm used to, like, you... to us having strange things happen. But... This is weird. Yeah. Usually it's just us three. It's not everyone else. They aren't involved. What is this? Uh, I can tell you. Three guesses goes to the Aeon Tower. But... Did the entire city experience this? Maybe. We could ask around in the morning. Might say- Get this over with. So that's a good idea. Could be the tower, could be the coven, could really be a lot of things. Mm. Axel kind of wipes his face a little bit. He clearly did not have a good experience with that dream at all. And he says, Look, I know we had some... I know we had some um, arguments last night. You guys... You guys want to go, like, make breakfast? I know it's 4am, but I do not want to go back to bed. I can't imagine anyone else is. I'll, um... I'll fix something up for everybody, and we can discuss going into town. Alright. You need help hand with that. I'm actually really good with my spices. I... My man, let's go. <laughs> Cyrus, <laughs> Cyrus shoots you thumbs up. Ariado, you and him get ready to go cook. Axel sends you Volio kind of like a nervous smile. He waves a little bit. He nods and kind of gestures for you to come to. And mm-hmm. and so you all get ready for the, uh, your toils day to prepare a circus. Because what brings a group of friends closer than a real nightmare of a situation? This week's episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Rivona Darklow, Delore, Kira, Andrew Hartung, Gizmo, Dimitri, Matthew, Coach Pecorce, Fairbell McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Steph, Emmeline, Cone Without Name, 
Sean C. Scully Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C. Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R. Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinsters, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Bookhorror, SS66Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie the Third, and Sierra. If you'd like to support us too, check out patreon.com slash roll and see what you can get for keeping us rolling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.